Have you been sweating those numbers, my love? Maybe obsessing over your followers or your email list subscribers or your launch numbers or your sales, I could go on. And are you telling yourself stories, porky pies, if you will, about what they mean? Well, you wouldn't be the first. Here's the thing, it's far too easy to make those numbers mean something that they don't. And I want to save you from that trap because it doesn't serve you. It undermines your confidence contributes to a scarcity and lack mentality. On today's show, I'm talking about the various different numbers that it's easy to sweat in your business and the top three stories we tell ourselves about what those numbers mean. And spoiler alert, those stories aren't true. (laughs) I want you to stop sweating the numbers and start telling a better story. And you're ready? Well, then let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javitt. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, my loves. How are you doing? It's Corrie Javid here from CorrieJavid.com. Are you marvelous? Are you enjoying your August? As you're listening to this, I will actually be on holiday traveling across Canada with my family, having a stupendous time, I am sure. But as I'm recording this, I am still at home and we've just spent the morning in my mum's pottery studio making things out of clay. Oh my goodness, there's something just so therapeutic about having your hands in clay. I can see why she's addicted to it. (laughs) So we only have, I think, as you're listening to this, this week and next week of one episode week. then we are back to our usual two-a-week. And I have to say, I'm excited to get back to the two-a-week situation. And I know from the feedback I've had from you ladies that you've been missing that second episode this week. But like I said, it's been partly about me spending that extra downtime with my daughter. But also, I don't know if you realize this, but I have been creating the audio modules for the Limitless Money course, which I recently launched. Yes, I'm the type of person who does not believe in making a course before you you have sold it. And actually, I absolutely love creating it when I know people are in it and consuming it. Does that make sense? So knowing that I'm recording a module and it's going to get released, say, the next week, for example, makes me feel really extra connected to the women who are doing this really fantastic work on their money mindset. And so I've been just pouring my high vibe, high energy into those modules and it has been wonderful. So you've had to make do with one less podcast episode per week as a result. But hey, maybe when you're one of the people who's also inside limitless money and so you don't actually mind. And if not, maybe you're thinking should have got inside that course. That sounds like it's good. It's good. Well, you know, you could get yourself on the wait list. I'm sure we'll hook you up to the show notes for that for the next time it opens if you're interested. 
So what else do I have to update you on? Oh, one of the ladies actually, as we're on this topic, are inside of Limitless Money just told me that she unexpectedly has had a sale roll in for three grand since she's been doing this work on the course. I'm so excited for her. So let's all celebrate and do a woohoo with her. I'm going to start celebrating more people's results on the show and talking about them more through my clients, people who are in Limitless Money, people who are using templates from the Limitless Mother template shop. If you've never popped over there, what have you been doing with yourself? Pop over and check out corriejavid.com forward slash shop. The reason being, I just want success to feel so normal for us. I want us to be so used to celebrating each other and hearing about each other's successes so that, you know, if you're listening, that you know that success is absolutely possible for you. So this is one of the reasons why I share and celebrate all of my successes on the show, but I'm going to start bringing a ton more from other people to the show too. And I might be doing some to feature some of you listeners to at some point. It's just a, an idea that's brewing and bubbling up for me right now. But keep listening, watch this space or listen in this space and find out more. Okay, I want to talk to you today about sweating the numbers. And I tell you why. This is a conversation that I have a lot with my clients. So anytime I kind of notice a bit of a recurring theme that different clients will go through the same thing, say mindset-wise, or the same challenge in their business, I always want to bring it to the show because I know that it's something that you'll benefit from too. And of course, more often than not, anything that I'm sharing is something that I've been through myself too. So this is one that I have frequently with clients and actually anybody who I speak to who is sweating the numbers. I really want to get into this with you today. What do I mean about sweating the numbers, first of all? Well, I mean paying more attention than you actually really should to certain numbers in your business. So we'll get into some of the examples of those sorts of numbers in in a minute. But really, in a nutshell, just to give away the entire premise of the show here like a few minutes in, (laughs) happy to, happy to cut to the chase. But it's so easy for us to make the numbers mean more than they do. And that is really the message that I want you to take away from today's show. Stop making your results mean something that they do not, okay? So let's look at some of these in turn and talk about how we can fall into this trap of sweating the numbers. And actually, I want to give you a bit of a perspective shift here so that it can help you just reframe how you're thinking about these numbers and actually would it should be motivating because when you stop making numbers mean something that they don't then you can just carry on <laughs> the trouble is you see and the reason why I wanted to bring this conversation to the show is that when we make results mean something that they don't we take a hit mindset wise and it can really knock your confidence and it can slow you down and you can end up just in that kind of holding pattern of not actually moving forward because you're afraid because you're telling yourself that these numbers mean something that they don't. So let's have a look at some of these. I'm going to go launch numbers actually first just because I just did a launch and a couple of my clients have just launched things too. So it's been quite a launch season it seems around here. And so a launch is such a typical place for people to sweat the numbers and make the numbers mean something that they don't. So during a launch, it is so easy if you have not got your mindset on point to sweat the numbers, by which I mean 
let's say you're selling a course. Well, we'll use a course because that's what I just did. It would be so easy to have your eyes trained on your inbox looking for sales notifications and hitting the refresh button and going, where are they? Where are they? Where are the sales notifications? I haven't had a sales notification. It means nobody likes my course. Nobody wants to buy from me. So easy to do that. So easy to look at all kinds of numbers like how many people signed up for a wait list if you did a wait list? How many people signed up to a challenge that you did to preempt your launch? How many people do you have on your email list to begin with? And create all kinds of stories around these numbers. Like, I don't have a big enough of an email list. Not enough people signed up for my wait list. Not enough people showed up for my webinar. Not enough people are opening my emails. Not enough people joined my challenge. And the trouble is, is when we tell ourselves all of that, the not enough, or when we're really focusing too heavily on those kinds of numbers, what we're essentially doing is focusing on the lack, the lack of the thing that we actually want, rather than focusing on what we do want, rather than celebrating the number of people who are on your wait list or signed up for your webinar or are opening your emails or joined your challenge, right? And so energy flows where your attention goes, right? And so when you are focusing on the lack, you are a vibrational match for more of the same, more lack. And it's just not fun because when you're doing that, when you're sweating the numbers in that way, you're telling yourself a story about what that means. Okay, so those are some of the launch numbers that we can be sweating so much. And particularly during a launch, I always prepare my clients if they're doing a launch, just that the real work of a launch is not the actual activities itself. Yes, it can be quite a busy time. Yes, there are quite a number of plates that you can be spinning and much more than your average work week to do. But the real work of a launch is keeping your mindset in check. And keeping in the energy of it being a success and not looking at the numbers part of the way into the launch, two thirds of the way into the launch, even at the end of the launch and making them mean something that they don't. So we'll talk in a second about things that we make numbers mean, but those are just some of the launch numbers that we can sweat so easily. Other numbers that I think so many people fall prey to are follower numbers. How many followers do you have on Instagram? How many people like your Facebook business page? How many people are in your Facebook group? People sweat the numbers of followers way too much and make it mean something massive and monumental, like, oh, I can't possibly have a successful business. I don't have 100,000 followers, or I can't possibly be an influencer. I don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram, or meaning, making numbers mean all of these things. One of the reframes that I love to give my clients sometimes if they fall into this trap of really sweating their follower numbers is this. And this is true, particularly if you have the type of business that you largely work one-to-one with some kind of client. So you could be a web developer or a coach or a nutritionist or anything like that. Anything that doesn't actually require large volumes of sales, as I always give you this reframe. So I'll give one particular example that I had from a client recently. And she said to me, I only have, and I can't remember how many, it was like 80 people in my Facebook group. What am I doing wrong? And I was like, hold on a second. (laughs) How many one-to-one client spots do you actually have? And she was like, well, eight. And I was like, oh, right, eight. And so you have 80 people in your Facebook group. You only need to convert 10% of those people and you are full. You're done. <laughs> I was like, you, can't, you couldn't handle 80 clients if you, con- if you converted them all. So why do you need more people in your Facebook group? So 
That can be a really useful reframe. But follower numbers can be a massive thing. So we'd love you to have a think about, have you been sweating your follower numbers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever you're hanging out? Have you been sweating Snapchat? Where did that come from? I can't believe I just said that. Does anyone even hang out on Snapchat? Probably. Maybe young people, not me. (laughs) Anywho. So, but it's easy to make those numbers mean something that they don't. So is that something that you've been doing? I'd love you to just check in with yourself on that because it's a waste of energy and it's just detracting you from the task at hand. Much better to have a small number of engaged followers than a massive number of followers that really aren't interested in what you're doing. You know, if you're really really that interested in that as a vanity metric, because it can be a vanity metric, right? This kind of, hey, look at me, I've got this many thousands of followers. Go and buy them, my love, if that's going to really float your boat. I don't actually recommend that. But you know, my point is, if that's all you care about is the actual number, you may as well just go and buy them and they can all be those fake robot accounts. (laughs) The point is, is these are people, These are people that we're talking about, people who are following you, people who are looking at your posts and engaging with you in your group and and reading and responding to your tweets. People, don't forget that. (laughs) Okay, the third uh, the third type of numbers that people love to sweat are email subscribers and it's kind of similar to follower numbers but a little bit less so because it isn't something that's visible to everyone of course only you know how many subscribers that you have however if you follow anyone online who is talking about internet marketing they will tell you how you need tens and hundreds of thousands of people on your email list yada 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 now you know It really depends on your business model and what you're selling and how well you convert. I think it is much better to focus your attention, and this is true, of course, with your followers on social media, but it's also true in email. It's much better to focus your attention on really nurturing relationships. Stop looking at the numbers and look at, are you building relationships? I would rather, if you were going to sweat a number... And I don't really want you to make any numbers mean something they don't. But if you had to focus on a number when it comes to email marketing, I would love you to focus on, are people opening my emails? Are they clicking on the links in my emails? Because if people are regularly opening your emails, then guess what? You're doing a pretty good job of entertaining them or serving them or providing them with value. And you're building a relationship with them and you are nurturing that relationship with them. And so it would be much better, in my opinion, to have a small list of I don't know, 10, 20, 100, 2,000, whatever is small to you, a small list of very engaged people on your email list who actually look forward to your emails. So I would say, have a look at your open rates. That is a bit of more of an indication of how well things are going. Because do you know what? It is actually quite easy to fill up your email subscriber list with a ton of people just the same as that you can go and purchase followers on, say, Instagram. You can go and run some ads fairly cheaply. Well, you know, especially if you run magical Facebook ads like me, just saying, (laughs) that convert really well. You can actually get a ton of people on your email list, but are they the right people? So it is quality, not quantity, my love. Okay, so email numbers are another thing that people sweat, and it's not just the numbers that they get. They tell themselves, it's easy for us to tell ourselves 
all kinds of arbitrary rules about, oh, well, I need to have this many email subscribers, otherwise I can't launch this course or I can't do this thing because I'm only going to be able to convert this percentage of them. Anytime one of my clients comes to me with something, I'm I'm like, really? And how do you know this? Is this based on your own track record? (laughs) Because there are industry standards out there. Yeah, sure. But all they are is a standard, a guideline, a general benchmark. Doesn't mean it has to be true for you. I like breaking the rules. I like having things that convert wildly better than industry standards. That's a much better thing to go for. That's a much better thing to focus on than to focus on having these huge numbers and just kind of accepting a low conversion rate. Does that make sense? So for example, I've probably talked about this on the show before, but for my current lead magnet, which is my free template over in the template shop, you can get your hands on it if you like, um, corriejavid.com forward slash shop, or if you just go to corriejavid.com, actually there's an announcement bar along the top that tells you about my free morning mindset routine template. So this is something that I use as a lead magnet to attract mothers, business owners like ourselves, like you and I, my love, over to my email list so I can send you little notes from my heart and things that I want to teach about, talk about once a week. And I could believe that actually when I'm creating my landing page, when I was creating my landing page for that lead magnet, I could easily believe the numbers of, oh, well, industry standard is that lead magnet landing page is going to convert at 20%. I throw those numbers out of the window because I don't sweat the numbers and because I like to believe in expansiveness and more and unrealistic things. (laughs) And so my lead magnet landing page converts at, well, it varies because it kind of goes up and down, fluctuates a little bit within a bandwidth over time. But that one is typically between 70 and 74%. Yeah, that's right. When the industry standard is 20%. So do you see what I mean? By sweating the numbers, by if I believed that I needed, uh, that it was only going to convert at 20%, then I would be sweating the wrong number because I'd be just accepting that. Oh, okay, that's going to convert at 20%. So I'm going to have to throw a ton of traffic at the front end to get that converting. Do you see how that's true? And actually, by just throwing that rule and that number out of the window, I can focus on the right thing, which is not how much traffic I'm throwing at it, but how well it's converting. When it converts well, I know that it's really resonating with people. I know that it's really speaking to people. And when it resonates with people and speaks to people, guess what? They're the best type of subscribers to get on your email list because they're the people who really care about what it is that you are talking about, what it is that you can do to help them. And so when you stop sweating the wrong numbers particularly and just start focusing on things like nurturing relationships with people, which comes down to your follower numbers and email numbers, things are so much better. I feel like I need to just interrupt myself actually there for a moment, because if this is something that you've been struggling with, nurturing people on your email list or creating a lead magnet landing page that converts really highly like that, I have templates for both of those things over inside the Limitless Mother template shop. I am not the type of person to figure something out and then hoard that information, keep it to myself 
myself, like my precious. I'm not going to share this. I like to share it with you. Lots of people out there don't like to do it because they think it gives them the edge. But hey, I don't believe in competition. So if you want to go and steal my secrets as to how I nurture my leads on my email list, because that's what I'm focusing on, not the numbers, and go and build yourself a lead magnet landing page that converts like a mofo, then head over to the Limitless Mother template shop and grab one or both of those. That's corriejavid.com forward slash shop. Okay, the other numbers that I find people are sweating too much in their business is income and your like money goals. Now, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not saying don't have big goals. I'm not saying don't go after those big audacious money goals, set yourself a stretch target, really go for it, get your energy behind it. But at the same time, do not be sweating it. Do not be telling yourself stories and making your results partway into the month, middle of the month, towards the end of the month, first quarter, whenever it is. Don't make your results mean something that they don't. I will give you an example. You may have heard this before, but I'm going to share it anyway because I just think it's such a good example of this. I set myself that 20k cash month goal for May and I was determined this is going to happen, but at the same time, I was detached from it, meaning that it was not the be all and end all. I was expecting it to happen, but I know, but I knew at the same time that the sky would not fall in if it didn't happen. And that that energy of ex- expectation but also detachment is in fact the key to manifesting what you want. And so when I went on holiday to France in May and we had, I think at that point, like one week left of May, I was halfway to that money goal. 10K had come in, no more and no less. Now, it would have been really easy for me to start sweating that number, start kicking myself into that hustle mode, trying to make it happen, or just throw my hands in the air and go, well, not going to happen because guess what? I'm going on holiday now. But no, I stayed in that state of confident expectation and being detached and I didn't sweat the numbers. And as you may know, if you've been listening to the show at all, before now, I hit that 20k cash goal and 10k worth of cash rolled in while I was on holiday in France. Now, here's the thing. It's so easy to start making all of these numbers mean something that they don't. But when you can let go in this way, when you can feel that confident expectation that things are going to go well, that your launch is going to go well, that your social media following will expand, but also will prove profitable for you that your email numbers will grow, but with the right people who are really engaged and who are building great relationships with you. If you feel that confident expectation that your income is going in a generally upwards direction and that you feel and know and trust that there is always more for you and you are not attached to any of those outcomes, you will feel so much better And when you feel better, you take action, yes, my love, from that better feeling place. And then you get better results. So this is why we don't want you sweating the numbers. Okay, so let's just talk about the top three things that people make the numbers mean that are not true. (laughs) So number one, this isn't working. Oh, I hear this one a lot. And I'm like, 
Why would we think that? Why would we tell ourselves that? Why would this be true? <laughs> so typical one, uh, someone with a new business, this is not working, this is not going to work for me. And that could be based on anything. It could be based on the number of people signing up for something, the number of people getting on calls, the number of people converting into sales, the number of anything. It is very easy if you are not feeling that confident expectation in your inevitable success, then it's very easy to turn anything, any result, any number into proof that, well, this isn't working. See, knew it wasn't going to work. And the trouble with that is, is you just keep building more of the same and it feels like evidence. But here's the thing. Here's the newsflash, my friend, and here's what I want you to really take away. Anything that has happened so far is no indication of what is happening next or today, okay? Do not drag your past performance into your future. doesn't have to come with you. It doesn't matter what has happened up until now. It means nothing about what is possible for you next, okay? So your current numbers are no indication of your potential, I'm going to say that again. Your current numbers are no indication of your potential. You know why? Potential is limitless. That's why. So stop making it mean something about the future. When you tell yourself a story about, oh, this isn't working. This isn't going to work for me. I'm not going to be successful. I'm never going to make enough money, blah, blah, blah. When you say that, you're just making that true for yourself. That's all you're doing. But actually, if you can be like, huh, that's not the result I would have wanted by now or I would have expected. Oh, well, doesn't mean anything. There's always more. Because guess what? That is true. There is always more. There are always more opportunities. There are always more people to join your email list. There are always more people to follow you on social. There is always more money. So try thinking better thoughts and make better stories that serve you about your numbers. So number one was this isn't working. It's not true. It's not true. It may not be working as you want it to yet. It doesn't mean it's never going to work. It doesn't mean it's not working at all. And another thing um, just on this topic that I see is particularly with actually social media. With social media, when we are putting our message out there into the world, often people are reading it and not replying, reading it, not commenting on it, reading it, looking at it, seeing it, being served by it, being inspired by it, being amused by it, whatever your intention was, you are having an impact with your message on people who you are not aware of, people who are the lurkers. There are so many of them, let me tell you. <laughs> people who never hit that heart button, people who never hit reply to an email, people who never comment. You are impacting them and you need to just trust that. And so when you say that it isn't working in that particular aspect, you can't know that. So why would you tell yourself that story? Okay, so tell yourself and trust that it is working. The second story that we tell ourselves about numbers is that this isn't good enough or wanted. Mm. So this is a, a typical one that I hear from somebody who is putting something new out there. It could be a new service, a new product, or launching something like a membership site or a course or a group program. Just because the first round or the first time you start talking about it doesn't get a huge influx of sales doesn't mean that it's not good enough, doesn't mean that it's not wanted. Of course, it's always smart to do market research. I am always doing market research. I'm always listening to the opinions and desires and challenges of you ladies and anybody who's in my sphere 
because you matter to me. That's why I'm here. I'm here to serve you, right? So I'm not saying that we don't do market research, but just because something didn't get you first time out the gate, the results that you wanted, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it's not going to work. It just means there's some work to do. It just means you need to make some tweaks, some adjustments, some changes, put it back out there again. And actually, do you know, the biggest thing that I find is that when something seems like it's not working, I've had so many people say to me, hey, I've just put this out there and it hasn't sold yet. I'm like, well, how many times have you talked about it? <laughs> They're like, once. <laughs> and I, got, I always just laugh and I'm like, oh, my love, once is not enough. You need to be banging on about it until you are sick of the sound of your own voice because it's busy out there online. I don't know if you've noticed, there's a lot of people out there talking about a lot of things. If you want to have somebody purchase your thing, whatever that is, product, service, anything, you need to be talking about it a lot and in terms that land with them. And so if it isn't getting swept up yet, then give it time, figure out what you can do differently, make small tweaks and adjustments and talk about it plenty. The third story you may be telling yourself about your numbers is, and this is the one that just kind of breaks my heart the most and the one that I really, if I could wave a magic wand and make one of them go away, it would be this one. It's this story. I'm not good enough. You are. You are good enough. You're exactly enough as you are right now. You are exactly enough as you and as you should be. You are perfect precisely as you are right now doing what you're doing. You do not need to be more qualified. You do not need to have better teeth. You do not need to be skinnier, prettier, have been in business for longer, be making more money. Any of those stories that we tell ourselves about what makes us not good enough, none of it's true. It's all BS. (laughs) And so when you make your numbers mean that you're not good enough, then you're just fueling that same fire. And so if that's one that's really resonating with you, then your work to do is to work on finding that validation from within. Because when we are looking at our numbers and telling ourselves a story of, see, this means I'm not good enough. See, I knew I wasn't good enough to do this thing. What we are essentially doing is we were hoping that somehow by doing whatever we're doing online or whatever numbers that you're looking at, we were kind of hoping that somehow we might feel some sort of validation and finally feel like enough. When I just earn enough money, then I'll feel like I'm enough. When I just get this an extra qualification, I'll feel like enough. When I just sell some more of these things, I'll feel like I'm enough. But really, that will never happen. It has to come from within. That validation absolutely must come from within. And if that one's resonating with you, then start turning inwards and ask yourself, how can I start feeling like I am enough? How can I start feeling like what I am doing is enough? The work that I'm doing is enough? My qualifications, experience, anything, any of the facets of enoughness that most provoke and trigger you? Have a think about what you can be doing to get back to what I believe is our innate and natural state is that we are enough. Of course we're enough. Being This idea of being enough is really arbitrary, right? It's like somebody put a stamp of enoughness or not enough on your head. No, come on. It's just something that unfortunately so many of us picked up at some point in our lives and we seek all manner of ways outside of ourselves to fill that what feels like a hole. But actually there is no hole. There's nothing to fill. 
If you're making your numbers mean something that they don't and some part of you is taking those results and those numbers to mean that you aren't enough, I really urge you to go and do that deep inner work of healing that inner part of you that doesn't feel enough because that will keep showing up for you in, in many different ways in your business and I see it holding so many women back and that's why this is one of the things that if I could wave a magic wand and work with each and every one of you to help you to feel enough, I would. And I just want you to know that you are enough. You get to just choose that, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be years of therapy or angst or anguish or hard work. You can just decide you're enough because guess what? At some point you just decided that you weren't. So how about if you just work on flicking that switch every time your brain goes there, think, no, actually I am enough and find ways and things about you in other areas that do feel enough, okay? I feel like I could go into a whole massive tangent on this and maybe even do a whole podcast episode. Maybe I should should get some kind of enoughness expert on the show. Is there such a thing? Um, To talk about this because I know that it is such a pervasive thing, unfortunately. But I really just want you to take away this message that if you are sweating your numbers so often, it's because deep inside of you, there is this belief that you're not enough. And I want you to know that you are enough. You are. Okay. Okay. So those are some of the numbers that people are sweating and the things that we make them mean. And so none of it means anything about actually you and what is possible for you. And I want you to really take that on board and take that away. So the next time you're looking at any freaking number in your business and telling yourself a story, just catch yourself. Just catch yourself, go, oh, see what my brain did there. See, Corey warned me about that. I'm making a story about this. That doesn't have to be true. See if you can catch it and spin it around. Ask yourself what else could be true. Ask yourself, actually, is this belief serving me? How can I reframe this in this moment? And really, to round this off, it takes us back to this theme of trust that I was talking about in another episode. If you could do one thing that would really serve you in this respect, it would be to build your sense of trust. Trust that what you are doing or you have done is enough. Trust in the abundance of the universe. Guess what? It is super abundant. Trust that there is more than enough for everyone. There is. Trust that you are already enough exactly as you are, because you are. Trust that everything is always working out for you. Oh, that's a really good one. When I started believing that and and using that as a mantra, things really started to shift and change for me. And trust that your success is inevitable because guess what? If you trust that, it will be. It it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Trust, trust, trust. Okay, and now, my love, it is time for today's dash of woo. Uh, I don't know why I sung that woo. (laughs) I'm just in a playful mood today. So, what is a dash of woo? If you're new around here, you're probably thinking, what is she talking about? A dash of woo is quite simply a small practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been talking about in today's show and just give it that extra oomph, that extra kind of dash of pizzazz almost, and just to really help you take this and implement it in a way that takes off. So, As we've been talking about sweating the numbers and how you should just stop, just stop doing that, (laughs) then what I would like to propose for you as today's dash of woo is that you start to notice any time those stories are cropping up, those stories that you're telling yourself about the numbers meaning something that they don't, I want you to notice it catch it and go to gratitude. This is a good practice for absolutely anything, let's be honest. But here's how 
can work here. Let's say you log into, I don't know, your Instagram account and you look at your number of followers and you're like, oh, it's so hard. Why am I finding it so hard to grow my following? Why has so-and-so got 10,000 more followers than me? Why does the algorithm hate me? You know, all of these things that we tell ourselves that aren't serving you. Or maybe you're, you know, going one step further and telling yourself, oh, I'm never going to make money in my business because I can't even grow my Instagram following blah, blah, blah. In that moment, notice it, go, oh, I see what my brain's doing there. It's trying to make a story about these numbers. It's trying to sweat these numbers, but nah, I, don't, I know that this doesn't have to be true. Corey told me so. <laughs> In that moment, go to gratitude. I want you to focus not on the lack, because when you're focusing on, oh, I need more followers. I don't have enough. I only have a few. You're focusing on what you don't have rather than what you do have. And then guess what? You're perpetuating more of the same. So a great manifestation tip and just a great mindset shift in general, because you will feel better, is to go to the gratitude and focus on what you already have so you get more of the same. So instead, just remind yourself in this example, go, well, hey, look at these 10 or 100 or 1,000, whatever feels like that small number to you, followers on Instagram. Those are people. They are people. I am so grateful for these human beings for following me. I'm so grateful that these people are saying that they're interested in what I'm talking about. They're interested in my business. They're interested in what I'm doing online. I'm so excited to show up and serve these people. I'm so grateful for this free platform that I get to use and market myself and my business on and serve people in this way. I'm so grateful that I get to make an impact even on this small number of people. Actually, these are all human beings that are all gathering around and part of my community and tribe. I'm so grateful for these people. How can I connect with them even better? You see how much better that feels? Yeah. And so when you focus on the positive in that way and you focus on what is instead of what is not, you get more, more of the same. And it just really helps you. Can you see from that mindset how you would actually show up very differently? than the previous scarcity mindset that I very hammily acted out there for you. Okay, so that is today's Dash of Woo. I hope you use it and love it, my love. And as ever, when you use today's Dash of Woo, tell me about it. Let me know. Slide into my DMs over on Instagram. I'm at Corrie Javid. You can head over there. And also, if you're enjoying today's show, do you know what I would love you to do? can do me a favor as a pal. Thanks. (laughs) Do you want to take a screenshot of your phone screen listening to this episode today and just share it on your Instagram stories and tag me? And guess what? I'll probably share you back in my Instagram stories because sharing is caring, right? Because when you do that, this podcast gets to reach new other people who also need what we are talking about on this show. So I will love you forever if you do that. I love you forever anyway. Okay, if you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash stop sweating the numbers. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.